Hi, everyone. I'm here today with Shemaine Kelly, Executive Director, Product Development for Therapeutics, and she's going to talk to us about how her career path led her to Crown and her recent promotion to Executive Director. Thank you for joining me today, Shemaine. Thank you, Jill. Let's start at the beginning. Tell us, where did you go to school and what was your major? I am from New York and I went to school in New York and I majored in journalism. I had this idea that I wanted to be a beauty editor. So when I first started working in beauty companies at a college, I decided to go work for a beauty company to gain beauty experience so that I could become a beauty editor someday. But I really loved working at a beauty company, so really just stuck with it and just continued to work in this industry. Excellent. So can you explain the career path that you took? Sure. The first company I worked for was Revlon, and this was back in their heyday. I know I'm uh, dating myself a little bit here, but I really loved the excitement and the energy of the company. I worked in the marketing and product development department, which was um, one team, and I really didn't know anything about how you know beauty products were made or developed but it was really interesting to learn about it. And I really gravitated more toward the product development side of the business um, because I just felt like it was more creative. You were really touching a lot of different things and it's like a nice sweet spot um, in the beauty world to be in product development. Excellent. Um, so what excites you about the work? I really love uh, product development because you get to make new products and you get to touch so many aspects of it. Like, as I mentioned, you know, it's that sweet spot where we get to work on formulas, we get to track the trends, we work on how um, we're gonna talk about the product. We partner with the chemists to make the formulas. We're partnering with supply chain to get the formula done and out the door. Fragrance houses to make it smell good. The package team to make sure, you know, we're giving it the right delivery and, and it's the right um, consumer experience. It's such a nice balance too, and you really have to be knowledgeable about what are the consumer needs. You have to have a great aesthetic taste level. You have to know about formulations. You have to have technical expertise. You have to wear your marketing hat. So it's a lot of um, different things that makes it exciting. A lot of great different knowledge. Yeah, it, it sounds it. Like, and, and touching on so many different aspects of bringing a brand to life. So uh, that's that's really interesting. And you mentioned trends. Now tell us, how do you stay on top of trends? So trends are a really big part of our job. We really need to know what's happening in the beauty world and what's happening competitively. We're always canvassing the market to see what's launching. We're in very close contact with our raw material partners to find out what's coming next, what's new. They are very close to um, new things that are that are happening in the, in the science world. So we kind of can leverage the information from them. We're attending trade shows to see what's new and what's coming out and what the trends are there. We closely monitor social media. You know, social media has really changed what brands launch and how brands put themselves forward. So we're really looking at that at all times. We work with uh, trend forecasting services. So we take all of this information that we're constantly looking at, put it all together, kind of distill it down and then share it out with marketing. And that helps us um, create our new products and what we're gonna launch. Yeah, well, that's exciting. I'm sure every day is a new day in, in learning and trying to bring new ideas to keep our innovation fresh. Um, tell yeah. me, how do you select ingredients or decide on formulation attributes? Yeah, our portfolios are very robust. And as you know, we have lots of SKUs, we have lots of products. So we're always thinking about, you know, what 
don't we have? Because we have everything. <laughs> you know, what can we do? What's missing from our lineup that could be interesting to the consumer? As I mentioned, you know, we work with the raw material uh, partners to stay on top of the trends, to see, you know, what's coming, what's new. Is is there something that you're offering that that's a good um, consumer benefit that maybe we don't have? Is there something when we find that, you know, we say to ourselves, you know, OK, this is an interesting story. Does it fit in our brand just because we like the idea of this product? Does it make sense in our brand? Does it tell the story that we need to tell? You know, we have so many different brands within our brand. Is it a great maybe, you know, mineral ingredient or Australian uh, material for Blue Lizard? Is it is it a strong wrinkle fighter or um, a plumping ingredient or a line smoothing ingredient for strivectin, let's say? It, does it have a great acne story? You know, there's so all our brands are different, so it really has to make sense within the brand. Is there good data behind it? Like, do we we work with partners that we know are going to support their ingredients um, with good data. We want something that's efficacious. We don't want to just put something in our in our formulas that aren't going to do anything. It's got to be something that has strong support. It has to have a good cost. It has to have a good um, supply. The, the company has to be a good supply partner. So there's so many things that go into it um, to pick a ingredient, but we really are looking at all of those different things to make sure they're the right ones. And I know that you and Francine and team look, it's not just US, it's it's international suppliers and you travel internationally to conferences and meet with them and such. So it's it's a big right. yeah, it's it's a big um responsibility. Um tell us, I know you've been with Strivectin for a while now. What has been your biggest win with Strivectin so far? So I it was really exciting and great to be part of Strivectin for the first two years. I got to work on some great launches. I worked on uh, one of the best ones I would say is working on or was working on peptide plump bounce serum. What was great about this product was we got to use an exclusive peptide. So we worked with our you know raw material partner, as we mentioned, you know, all these different things that we do to come up with an exclusive peptide for the formula. This formula is a line filling serum, which really resonates with consumers. Um, especially right now, you know, everywhere I turn, I see a med spa opening up like procedures and um, dermatological procedures are everywhere. It's just easier to get to. It's becoming more affordable. So in looking at the brand, you know, what can we do to have an answer to that? And so we have a line filling serum with this great exclusive peptide. And the peptide was developed using AI technology. So, you know, really on trend, not only with the answer to a procedure, but using AI technology, which we know is changing the world right now. You know, AI is so big. And we need we knew our portfolio needed a serum in our portfolio. We had quite a few serums, but nothing that had that kind of wet, thin, layerable, plumpy kind of texture. So all these things came together to develop this formula, and it was a really, really successful launch. So that was a really great project to work on. And I also got to be part of the um, Titan and Lift Advanced Neck Cream Plus Restage. This has been an iconic product for Strivectin. It's the number one SKU and has been the number one SKU for such a long time. It was a real challenge to work on this because you don't want to move the dial too much from what people love and which is the number one product in your portfolio. But we wanted to make it better without it being, you know, the new Coke of, of <laughs> the skincare land. So 
I worked really closely with the chemists. We just really wanted to clean up the formulation, improve that smell, make it a better aesthetic experience for the consumer. Um, you know, it's it's a very kind of like thick and heavy formula, but we got it to a really good place where we were able to keep that aesthetic and keep the efficacy, but have it, um, you know, go into your skin a little quicker. So when you're getting ready in the morning, you can just put on your clothes. It smelled a lot better. And what was nice about this um, development of this product was we we did our traditional clinical testing where we do our expert grading, we do our consumer testing where we give the consumers questionnaires and they answer questions along the way, um, did our instrumentation testing, but we really got to go on the journey with the panelists that were on the test. What we did was have them take selfies along the way, so, sort of like selfie videos where they told us what their needs were before they were using the product. And then as they were using it, we got to hear from them and talk to them about what their experience was using the product along the way, you know, at the same time points where they would come in to answer their questions for the tests. We got to really speak to them and have them just tell us, I shouldn't say speak to them, have them tell us what they thought about the experience. And at the end of the test, um, we did get to ask them questions about their experience. And we got a lot of great insight and content about this product that we didn't have before that we were able to leverage on social media and just have a lot of new learnings. Like sometimes you are very close to a product and you 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 know that it does a lot of things, but you don't realize what the consumer is thinking about it and how sure. they want to talk about it or how their feelings are about it. So it lends itself to a nice, um, you know, new new language on the product. So th those were two great things that I worked on. That's cool. And let me ask, so how did you know what to, I mean, obviously we do the research, like you said, but like, how did you know what needed to be improved, for lack of a better word, with the brand? Did the consumers let you know and then you responded to it, went back to them and had them test, like chicken and the egg? How, like, what What was it? <clears throat> we look at a lot of different things. I, you know, we look at just the formula and Sometimes we read reviews on what on different um, retailers to see what people are saying about our product. We leverage our internal um, customer service to see, you know, what what are comments you've gotten about the product, you know, positive, negative, both. Um, we just using the product over time, and we're so close to the product. We're we're clinical testing the product. We know what feedback is coming back from consumers. Uh, we just looked at the, the formula has been around for so long, you know, we looked at sort of the historical of what was done to the formulas to see like, okay, maybe at this point, because this formula has been around for such a long time, there's things we could take out of the formula. You know, sometimes over the years, things just get added and added without it um, kind of being revamped. So we look at all those things to update. And, you know, again, partnering with our raw material suppliers, what are new things out there? Even an ingredient we've been using for years gets updated and changes along the way. So make sure we have all the right things in the formulation. Excellent. Now, here's something that, you know, we hear often and sometimes there's, you know, it raises an eyebrow. What is the difference between product development and research and development? Sure. Um, product development and research and development work very closely together. We have very different roles, though. Research and development are the chemists that we work with. They are the formulators. And we are more of the technical, um, kind of almost like the technical storytellers, I like to call us, like this, the technical marketing piece. PD is going to drive the direction and that storytelling. And 
the R&D is going to um, really be the creators of like what we call the base, the base of the formula. They're going to, we're going to kind of say to them, here's the idea that we have collaborated on with marketing or with maybe R&D. Um, we're going to tell them, you know, we have this idea. Here's how we want it to look. Here's how we want it to smell. Here's how we want it to feel. Here's what we want to say about it. Um, and then we kind of leave it to them to design it based on all of those things. And they you suggest, apologies, you suggest yeah. sometimes the material that you want them to use for Correct. these. Right. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> yeah. And the reason why we're suggesting the materials is because, like I said, it's going to tie back to that marketing story, right? It has to make sense within the formula. If we know that we want, let's say, you know, the line filling serum, for example, we need to find actives in the formula that are going to do line filling. And sometimes those those ideas come from R&D as well. You know, we're really collaborating with them. They may know of something great that we don't. We have relationships with suppliers, too, that we can leverage. They can also leverage relationships. But it's really important that we drive telling them, you know, we are, we are representing the consumer. So we really need to drive that consumer experience um, and, and sort of represent that for them as they're putting it together. So they're going to kind of go back and create this formula and we're going to work with them along the way to say, you know what, it needs to feel a little wetter or it needs to penetrate a little a little more. It's sitting on our skin too much. We really need to be that consumer for them to help improve the formulation and improve the experience. Is it working right? We will we'll use it for a time period and say, you know what, I really do feel like it's, I'm seeing a difference or I don't feel like I'm seeing a difference. We need to, you know, make some changes to make it better and make sure that it's all tying back to the marketing story. And speaking of marketing, so you clearly work as a team. You, your product development and the marketing teams work together. Can you tell us about how that collaboration looks? Absolutely. It, we also partner as, you know, close as we are to partnering with R&D, we're um, partnering very, very close with marketing. You know, they're the keepers of the brand. And we, our job is to ensure that we're meeting their strategic needs with the products and that we are on brand with what we're proposing to them. You know, we have to propose things to them that are going to be new and innovative, but it's gotta make sense within their portfolio. And we are really trying to help them, you know, say to them, hey, this is this is right for your brand because X, Y, Z, or this fits nicely with the story because, you know, maybe the texture is gonna be, um, you know, it's gonna absorb quick or it's going to really fill in your wrinkle or it's going to, um, it has, it's a serum that's really bouncy and then like it gets filling in your lines, whatever the messaging is, we're the ones to communicate that to them and really help them, um, whatever the message is that we're telling from a technical perspective, ultimately becomes part of how they develop their communication. So it's really gotta all kind of be linear and, and tie all back together. Right. So we're you meeting with market. Sync. That's right. And we're meeting with them, you know, weekly. We're always sharing new ideas with them, new products ide ideas, um, claim ideas. We'll tell them, you know, here's how we think we're going to test it so we can say X, Y, Z, you know, which is going to tie back to your um, message and strengthen your message. Right. We always want them to be able to put the strongest message forward about their product. So it's really important that we stay close to them. Um, we communicate constantly with them on the development of the product and on how we're going to test the product and then ultimately how we want to communicate the product. 
So now everything up till now has basically been with Strivectin for you. And now with therapeutics in this new position, tell us about what this position is going to be like for you. What are you looking forward to? So I'm really excited about this new role. Um, the therapeutics division has so many different brands, right? I'm working on Panoxyl and Blue Lizard, so acne, sunscreen, different personal care brands, anti-itch, like there's just so much. And some of these brands um, have been around a really long time. I think there's a lot of opportunity to grow these brands and make them much more competitive, bring them into the 21st century, um, really bring them up to speed. There's a great, great marketing team in place. I really look forward to partnering with them. And, you know, these brands are rolling out globally. So that's really exciting. There's so much we can do there um, to make this not only strengthen the, the product portfolio in North America, but really just grow it globally. Um, mass brands can be really challenging because the costs are a lot less than a premium brand, let's say like Strivectin. Um, there's less money to formulate and innovate with packaging, but I think the challenge is, is that you can be a little more creative and you have to find new ways to, to make these messages just as strong. So I think it's exciting. It's going to be exciting to do that. And it's going to be a challenge for sure, but one that you'll be able to tackle, no doubt. Well, this is great, That's Shemaine. Right. Um, thank you so much for sharing your story and meeting with me today. And I wish you the best of luck this year and in this new role. Thank you so much.